Welcome to the new age. It's your guy Dayton. In new age, we trust. How y'all feeling today, fellas? It's my favorite day of the week, Tuesday. It's getting hot. I feel pretty good. You know, here at New Age, we identify as anything but trust fund babies. In other words, trust fund babies, we are not. However, we bring y'all perspective on all things business, money, and culture. And today is Hot Take Tuesday, where we take our hot take, bring it to you guys, and, you know, see who's got the hot take of the day and who doesn't. So, usually I'm the winner, but we'll see if these guys can keep up today. So, let's get it started. In the words of the great... Or not so great, however you look at him, Donald Trump. That is fake news. What he just said is fake news. His hot <laughs> takes are very cold. We got proof. I mean, it's, the tape doesn't lie. Tape doesn't. The podcast doesn't lie. So we can go all we go back. All right, let me get into it. So, can anybody guess how old Mark Zuckerberg is? I would say he's thirty-eight. Thirty-eight is your guess. Forty. Forty is your guess. He's thirty-seven years old. Can anybody guess Mark Zuckerberg's net worth from Forbes? Three billion. I would say I would say about ten billion. Y'all disrespectful. I don't know what y'all be watching. Mark Zuckerberg is worth seventy five point three billion dollars. Okay. Recently, on February 3rd, when Meta stock, uh, a.k.a. Facebook stock, dropped, plummeted, crashed, some would say, Mark Zuckerberg's net worth dropped $31 billion. $31 billion. From the 75? No, no, no. Oh, from over 100 then? Yes. God. This is, I mean, a lot of people was dancing on his grave, thought this was the end of Facebook. This is, the meta move has backfired. So, I'm going to go out on the ledge and say that Mark Zuckerberg will be and will have the number one metaverse platform. Be the number one metaverse player. I was watching an interview yesterday with him and Lex Friedman. He he said something interesting to me. He said, you know, a lot of companies will make products that will get smaller because... They want it to be user, I'm assuming user-friendly. That's basically what he was saying. So let's say how Facebook uses goggles, right, in the headsets. Some people may want to use glasses, right? 
some people may have controllers. Uh, Facebook may have gloves, right? Mm. It's going to be... So what he put emphasis on was in this AR, VR world, some people will want to scale down the wearables because they're going to be big or, you know. He said, what we just want to do is make the best virtual reality, augmented reality product. So think about this. I'm looking at the video and the gloves are contracting and, you know, uncontracting. Who wants to wear gloves? Good. I mean, it depends on what I'm playing. It depends on what you're playing. Would you rather wear a headset? Or would you rather wear glasses or goggles? Just with my experience with the Oculus, I'd rather wear glasses. It's kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. So... This is where I think Mark Zuckerberg is taking an interesting approach. I think most people would say they they would rather wear glasses and goggles, just like you just said, right? Mark Zuckerberg isn't, from what I got from the interview, Mark Zuckerberg isn't interested in making the quote-unquote cheapest product. Or the quote-unquote minimal product to make it look good or this, that, and the third. He's focused on making the best product for the best virtual reality experience you can have. You're going to be able to feel things with gloves. I'm sure some people may say they wouldn't want to wear gloves while playing a game or being in a virtual reality. He's focused on... Making sure when you enter his virtual reality that it's going to be the best experience no matter how much of the technology he has to give to you to actually experience it, right? This is why I think he's going... I'm, it's a hot take. I'm going out on the limb, but I do think he's going to be the biggest player. And it reminded me of Ready Player One. I honestly think when we think about Ready Player One, what did they have to do? I'm talking about a movie, everybody. You can go look at it. It's a nice movie. What did they have to do to get in that virtual world? They put the seal on, right? They, they, they had to go into this. Yeah, they had to put on a uniform. Uh, Type of unit, a physical, physical wear, mm-hmm. in order to enter into that uh, that verse. Mm-hmm. That's it. They went into some type of. Um, they went in. They went in a booth. Or, yeah, like Superman. They went in a booth. They basically went in like this chair booth. I think Mark Zuckerberg will develop a product like what we just named. Whereas though, some people will try to scale it back and make it look cool. If Mark Zuckerberg zigs while everybody zags and make it where I have to put on a suit 
to be in this with a ready player one type of feel, I think he'll win. I think he'll win. And he's focused on bringing the best virtual reality experience. I think that is going to be the reason why Mark Zuckerberg, I'm going out on a limb, will rebound after the 31 billion stock plummet. After everybody been dancing on his grave and crip walking on his grave, I think he'll come back. He's 37 years old. He has plenty of time. What I realized last night is this isn't a, a, a five-year, ten-year. This is a 10-year, 20-year, 30-year play. I think he'll dominate it in the future. That's my hot take. Hmm. That's an interesting take. I would say... Um it's a very intelligent move by Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, and it, it really reminds me of not only Ruddy Player One, like you mentioned, how you had to enter into that. It, it also reminds me of Neo in The Matrix, with him having to sit in a chair and be plugged up in order to download various capabilities. Exactly. You know, for him to operate in this red pill universe. <laughs> But um, this is going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, if I think that, like, the success of him doing that is all in the pricing. If he just outprices it, where it's just unaffordable to people, not many people are going to experience that experience. But if he can have a, a pro version, a light pro version, Cool, I can see people getting into that. But if he just tries to make the best and doesn't care about pricing, how you said earlier, I think that might be a problem with him rebounding. But if you can scale it down to your everyday person, not even your everyday person, your people that's into tech like that, that he can really bring the price point down to affordability, I think it'll be a home run. I think people will pay for the experience. Like the reason people go to Disney even though their parts continue to go up year over year in, in um, price point, people love the experience of Disney. Um, you know, in, in, the, in our community, people spend whatever they spend on, you know, uh, various designer wares or whatever so heavy because of the feed, because of the look and experience that they'll get from putting on these designer clothing, things like that. People buy various electronics because of the experience that um, it gives them with playing these devices, so to speak. So I kind of disagree with you um, based on the uh, what we have to go off of proven over time. So if you had a price point of seat, how much do you think, think that it cost? I, I don't know what it'll cost, but I think that if people want that experience, they, the price doesn't matter. I mean, you might outprice the experience, though. I mean, if you got a seat, you got to give somebody out. Think, think about Let this. Ask, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Let me ask you this. Louis Vuitton scarf, you know how much that is? No. Over $1,000. Right, but that's to an exclusive group of people. I'm talking about Jason. But that's all to it who? has to be. But who's the exclusive group? I see black people buy it. I see white people buy it. I see 
It, uh, who's the exclusive group? I'm talking about the people that want to enjoy, enjoy that type of experience. That's my point. The people that want to enjoy but that type of experience. Again, if you got a seat that costs $4,000, how many people is going to buy a $4,000 seat? Whoever wants that experience. I don't I don't think it, it's a matter of costing $4,000. I think this is how it's going to work, right? This is how it's going to work. I wish... I knew the exact price. Of, you got so many kids and teenagers and young adults and even older adults playing playing PC games, right? They're building their own PCs. Cost thousands of dollars. Cost thousands of dollars. PC games is mainstream. This is how it's going to work. I buy this headset. I buy this. How much did you? How much did y'all pay for the? Uh, what was it? The Oculus or whatever headset y'all? Two two ninety nine. Two ninety nine, right? I bought that. I can play that. I can experience that, right? Right. Yeah. I can go in that augmented virtual reality world and experience that. That's two ninety nine. Okay. Now, now I want the chair. The chair, okay. That costs $4.99, 5 $3.99, $2.99, okay. Now I can experience, you know, with my headset, with the chair. Now let's say I want this the, the suit. Okay. I want the whole thing now. I'm basically in the booth with the chair. I basically... In the virtual world with the headset and the controllers or whatever. Now I want the full immersion of it with the suit. Okay. That may cost me $4.99, $5.99, $6.99. So in total, I might have paid just $2,000. That's as much as people paying for PC games. That, you, look how... Look how much people was paying for the PS5 when the PS5 dropped. And it was that says it all. That says it all. People was reselling PlayStations for three thousand. Yeah. (laughs) That says it all. On the resale market, yeah, they was selling them ridiculous for ridiculous prices. People resell Jordans for upwards of upper hundreds to thousands of dollars. On so, a regular. So the price thing, think about this. Not saying this is going to be the case, but just hear me out. This is the new age. If I'm if I'm paying, think about what we was just looking at. NFT frame. How much did that cost? 2000 Exactly. And you was like, you was drooling at the mouth. <laughs> you was drooling at the This This is it. This is the new wave. I'm still getting one. Is it see? <laughs> but look, look. Guess what it costed though. I know we said two thousand dollars, but guess what it costed? In the new age, one Ethereum. One Ethereum. Mm, so, so the way we look at prices now is going to be compl- has already been completely changed, but it's going to be totally changed. In the future, this is the new age. I think, from a, 
you I was looking at Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse from a from a so and don't get me wrong it is from a you know a software software and a digital experience without I was underestimating the physical experience that he's really focused on that I didn't think was the case. Oh, I, not even that I didn't think it was the case. I overlooked it. I didn't think that that was going to be the big metaverse play. No, I think if you can create home experiences, <laughs> home experience, I don't have to leave my house to get use a nice booth or whatever nice suit hand uh gloves or and goggles and stuff headsets i think mark zuckerberg can really win if he executes this properly hmm. it's going to be difficult but i think he has a chance especially being worth 75 billion dollars good take good take i'm gonna follow that up with the best take of the day Woo, prior to antonio to coming in and this take comes from lj's view and it's on the new Avenger. We have a new Avenger, people. That's right. And his name is Elon Musk, our new superhero. The other day, the prime, the vice prime minister of Ukraine made a plea for Elon Musk to send some support their way because of the ongoing battle between them and Russia and what's happening in their energy space. So he made a plea for our superhero, Elon Musk, to send Starlink their way. Elon Musk then replied with, Starlink is now activated. It's now activated. So um, he sent out the, uh, he sent out several um, satellites over to the Ukraine. And today, uh, the vice prime minister made acknowledgement that they had received Starlink. Also, the vice prime minister is making pleas. He's going on a, a amazing marketing tour <laughs> of Ukraine. He definitely Ukraine, is. and he's making pleas to all of these big enterprise companies. He made a plea to Solana for help this morning. You know, to help fund their war. Solana has stepped up to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> he made a plea to. Apple Music and Spotify. Uh, what's this? Three hours ago. <laughs> to help their um, artists bring awareness to what's going, you know, this ongoing war that's happening. Helping change the cover of their uh, music CDs and things like that. If this guy is the best salesman in marketing, if he's not, you show me one better. Hey. That's my hot take for today. I got to add to that. Like, Going first with the Elon Musk take. Uh, for him to get that tweet on us, but Saturday, Sunday, and then to activate Starlink satellites over there in hours, and then for Ukraine to receive the receiving satellite portion yesterday, yesterday I think that the I'm delivery sorry. speed is remarkable. Like, how does that even happen that fast? So that shows me that Starlink is a company or, you know, a uh, technology that's far greater undervalued because people really don't know about it yet but this can be the the, the pulling the blanket off to that technology that was a great move by elon musk i think that really is going to kick off starlink growing just from him helping out ukraine and that speed of time it's, 
he's able to do so because he's Tony Starks. He's the new Tony Starks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's funny to me that you just called. What's his, what's is he the president or the prime? vice prime minister? The vice prime minister. Yeah. So he, you talking about the one that was going to war? His or, name you know, is Mattalio Fedora. Okay, so no, Fedora. it's not the guy I'm talking about. Okay, but even even Mattalio, even, even the uh, the prime minister. That's what they call him, right? Prime ministers or president presidents. In, in Ukraine, right, prime yeah, yes. prime minister. Even the yeah. main prime minister, he's he his campaign. You know, he in the trenches now. Got got the gun with him. <laughs> he get you know he he then came he became everybody's. You talking about superhero? He the new Captain America. <laughs> like it's it's funny how you know we get this image in this. Uh, and we present ourselves to the world. It, it's hilarious. But uh, how, let's talk about Elon Musk, Starlink, real quick. Do you think Starlink has what Elon Musk is doing is so interesting to me because <clears throat> Tony Stark's my bad. What Tony Stark <laughs> is doing is so interesting to me because I'm sitting here watching a podcast the other day. And they're calling, this is, you know, top businessmen, top entrepreneurs. And they're calling for us, you know, they think the next or the solution to some of these energy crises are solar power. Right? And I just think with how Elon has positioned himself in a world that needs energy, but wants to get specific energy, meaning clean energy. And I think Elon is so much potential what this guy can do. And and Starlink isn't even energy, it's it's, it's like Wi-Fi. And, right, it's satellite. Yes, right. Yeah, so but the way he he's building the world's infrastructure is incredible. And I mean, all you can do is call him the next Tony Stark. And and no longer what this says to me, no longer is this new world slash new age coming. The new age is here. Yes. Alright. So let's get into the coldest take of the let's day. Go with the hot take of these hot wings. Let's get these hot wings cooking. <laughs> oh, okay. So damn. Computer frozen. Technical difficulty. See? Cold cold <laughs> so take hot, of the day. Computer malfunctioning. <laughs> Alright, so just because you're not in Ukraine or in Russia does not mean you will not be affected by the war. This is my hot take of the week. You can be affected by the war. Just take a look at what's going on in Russia right now. Nothing happened on Russian soil, but these people are suffering more, quote unquote, than the Ukraine people at this moment. For the simple fact of all these sanctions going on, all these restrictions going on, the the stock market has been closed for about what four days, five days now. So and then the 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 Russian currency has fallen less than a Dogecoin at this well, way less than a Dogecoin <laughs> at this point. Less right? than a Dogecoin, and that's facts. Like it's, it's it's crazy over there right now. You got I seen a picture yesterday of a subway station. Google Pay and Apple Pay has been disconnected from the Russians. So now you got people at these terminals trying to get cash out. Yeah, but then the that. cash has dropped dramatically. So if you think you can get on a on a train for two dollars, 
Then it might take you four dollars, and you might only have five dollars in, in your <laughs> bank account. So that right there is a problem in itself. And then you have all these cyber attack threats. You have these train attack threats going on out there right now. You have the shutting down the internet. Shout out to uh, Starlink. 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 I mean, you might not be able to hack them, but you know the regular internet that's out there that's getting threat to be uh, hacked. The gas pipelines. Now we seen what happened in 2021 with the Colonial Pipeline. That happened. You seen people with garbage bags putting gas in garbage bags. This off a threat. So if that happened, that was only shut down for like a weekend. Mm-hmm. Let's imagine that being shut down for four or five days. Um, you have power grid threats being shut down. Just like back in 2020, 2021 in Texas when they had the, wa- the winter freeze and then Texas had no power for a week or two. Total mayhem. So just because you're not in the Ukraine or in Russia does not mean you cannot be affected by what's going on. These cyber threats are real. You see Biden come out every other day talking about it. He's not saying it just to say it. I mean, when you see something like that being repeated over and over and over, it's most likely it's going to go down. So that's my odd take of the week. Just because you're not in the Ukraine and Russia does not mean you cannot be affected by this war. Yeah, you, you know, what's interesting, Antonio, you mentioned you went over, you know, uh, a line of various things that's happened, you know, over the last year, within the last 12, 12 months or so. Um, all those happened, you know, from, let's say, back to back or whatever. But these threats are happening. These crises are looking like they're happening simultaneously. The other thing you mentioned was, you know, these um, pay uh, portals being shut down and things. I I looked at a um, video yesterday. They showed the line going way up the block. Like, I'm talking about several hundreds of people trying to make a run on a bank because they couldn't get access to their capital because of this. So it's like, you know, and this is, of course, over in, in Ukraine, but I can see it spreading to your point. You know, if these things happen the way that President Biden is projecting and these other countries are projecting, you know, total mayhem. You know, you know, it's interesting. You you just said, you know, the people in Russia are suffering or, you know, feeling the effects of effects of it. It's it's interesting because, you know, gas prices are up through the roof and one of the biggest supplies to natural gas is Russia. Mm-hmm. So they're making a huge profit. They're, they're <laughs> like they're making a lot of money due to the gas prices. You know, the European Union is buying that gas, even though we at odds. They still buying that gas. Trade is still happening. Trade is still happening. The show goes on, and so the Russian people could be taking a you know a hit and even the russian government could be taking a hit but their their hit has that is definitely softer softer than the people's hit for sure you know what else the other thing that came out on yesterday was that putin is buying a lot more gold now Mm. you know so gold has always been a hedge against currency so with their ruble going down, yeah, it makes all the sense. And Putin is a smart guy, you know, very strategic. You know, I'm not for him and I'm not against him. I don't know all the details about what's real and what's not. 
But um, he is making, you know, he is strategizing, you know, his chess pieces, you know, um, pretty, pretty good from the outside looking in. And there you have it. This is the new age. What we learned today was, I don't know if we live in the metaverse with Mark Zuckerberg or the multiverse with Elon Musk, a.k.a. Tony Stark. On that note, we out. Like, comment, subscribe on New Age Sound. Follow us on New Age Trust. Subscribe to us on New Age YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and this is Spotify. Please do me a favor. Rate this podcast. Rate it five stars if you like it. If you hate it, you can do one. Just give, give us a rating. Thank you. In New Age, we trust. trust.